Hi, I'm Kanan. I'm Tanner. And musicians are people too! Alright, alright, how we doing? How we doing, man? Pretty groggy. I took a lot of Benadryl last night, to be honest, but I'm drinking coffee. It's fine. Alright, alright. Dude, I'm doing so great. Like, I practiced. I practiced for once in my life, and I love it. I Practicing, uh, especially after coming out of school, is like such a, like, you don't have people on you to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, or like I was talking to uh, Garrett, my previous trumpet instructor, uh, and like he's like balancing kids and home life as well as gig life and teaching and work and all that. And he's like, yeah, man, it's just really hard to like pick up a trumpet when you have kids. Like, I don't know when to sneak that time. And I, I can't imagine like a dog is enough for me. But <laughs> mm, yes, I don't even own a dog. So, yeah. I know my limits. Um, no doubt, dude. Yeah. And the funny thing is I started practicing. I started this like uh, routine of practicing on my Griffin gig on um, Saturday. So I played... Like like while on the gig? Like, like actually. Like so I... The gig is very low key for anybody um, that doesn't know. Uh, a Griffin and the Gargoyles gig for a horn player is very chill. <laughs> and so... I would like do the songs that I need to do, then go to the other room, <clears throat> and um, I would be able to hear the songs that they were doing. So I could like still not only stay in touch, but also I would be doing like my pattern exercise over the the key that the song was in. <laughs> and so yeah, <laughs> that that was my strategy, and I loved it. I like for once I felt like very effective and productive nice. on a Griffin gig. Heck yeah. And, and I'm always playing around around on those gigs, like, you know, fitting, fitting licks where I can and like that. That's yeah. definitely helped me out. Yeah. Um, but, like, that was very effective. I think it felt like much more worth it for me to be there, even though, like, you know, I'm getting paid. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, you got to get paid. To, you you got to find those times to, like, sneak in the practice. I, yeah. when, I when I worked for Halpin, because we, we both worked for Halpin, mm-hmm. but, like... I mean, some longer than others. Some longer than others. <laughs> uh, but, like, during my time as a road rep, like, I, I was in a company van, and I'd get to a school, and they'd be like, hey, the teacher wants to meet at 10.30, and I got there at 10. Mm. And it's like, I have a half hour. I could sit on my phone, or I could practice. And so I just started keeping my trumpet. Like, I would always take it all with me on the road and just leave it in the passenger seat. That's crazy. Yeah. And, like, there would be days where I could get, like, hour, hour and a half of practicing in, um, just sneaking it in at work. But anyway, maybe that, maybe that could be, uh, an upcoming episode is like mm-hmm. weird ways people sneak in practice and how to sneak in practice or efficient ways of like efficient, efficient practice etiquette things. Yeah. Well, for me, it just felt like I was taking ownership when I was like practicing in between songs. It was like, I'm taking ownership of my life and my practice life, which are so, you know, one and the same. Well, uh, sorry, I think you know what I mean. But, um... Yeah, like, mu- a musician's job becomes more of a lifestyle than it is, like, a I a I think that's exactly job. it. And, yeah, and so, I for me, I feel like the... Practicing is, like, so important for my mental health. It makes me feel like I'm doing something. It makes me feel like I'm going towards a goal and, like, you know, fulfilling my purpose. And so, me, like, finding the time to practice, like, in between songs 
it really like jump started this thing in me where I was like, oh my gosh, I can I can do this thing. And so the, even when I got home and like the distractions of you know YouTube and phone and Instagram and Facebook were all there, then I I could do it because I had done it like even in a place where like there was an even bigger excuse of well you're on the clock, mm-hmm. so which fair fair but like I did it. <laughs> And it made me feel really good that I did it. Because, <laughs> like, nobody was the wiser. Nobody cared. Um, so that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't hear me. I wasn't even mic'd. That's true. <laughs> that's true. I, I made sure to leave my mic behind. Good, good. Um, yes. <laughs> um, okay, so let's, let's uh, establish the premise of this podcast. Because we, we started off saying musicians are people too. Mm-hmm. And um, I had this idea... For a podcast, because a lot of people do podcasts in St. Louis. A lot of people do podcasts on music. Um, but what one thing that I I wanted to address head on in a very specific way that I, th- I felt would be very okay for episodic, serialized uh, consumption of long form uh, content. Mm-hmm. Would be the I, that, was, that was about that was a long form. Yeah, no, yeah. This, this is the way I think, Kanan. <laughs> Would be the question of um, are musicians people? Because I feel like people are always under the assumption that either musicians are like Freddie Mercury level of like rock star that you know people that move mountains and mines with their voice or their instrument and that's just what they do and like they were born to do it like yeah it's their talent it's yeah. like there was no other way for them and like how on earth did they even get there and blah, blah, blah. and then on the other side of the spectrum there's your hobo that's like playing music on the side of the street or a divorced dad that's playing in a cover band with all his dad friends um and there's there's that archetype or or a kid that's like um playing guitar and like it's it just it's a distraction yeah it's like all right but what are you really gonna do it's it's very there's very little in between um and i think like so since we've kind of just generally started this discussion like between us within our our like various gigs and practicing Mm -hmm. and everything Mm -hmm. we're just chatting about it and um i for for me, I think one of the big things that uh, people miss for just like the average musician, um, the, who just like a gigging musician or teaching or that kind of thing, um, a lot of it has to do with like I think the times that we work because the world operates on our people who are at work at eight o'clock and gone by four o'clock. Yes. Generally, yeah. within that time frame, mm-hmm. and like, of course, we're raised like with going to school, like that's the time that we're in school. That's yeah. what we're doing, and then the evenings were for ourselves or extracurriculars, and um, because our extracurricular became like the career, it no longer matters what we have during a specific time, and it just so happens that the our career stuff takes us into working like. Seconds, you know, you have mm. like first, seconds, and thirds yes. that people work, and we kind of work the second shift, as in like a lot of the times. Like today, I'm gonna be teaching from like one o'clock to like six thirty, 
like off and on teaching one o'clock to six thirty, yeah. and then uh, we have a rehearsal tonight. Yes, so yeah. like. But then I have, like, we have our mornings, which we're trying to be productive here, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we we have our mornings kind of to ourselves, which is the time that we can chill, unlike people who have their chill time in the evenings. Yes, yeah. So when they're being productive, they're looking at us going, well, all you're doing is sitting at home, you know, cooking breakfast and chilling and playing a video game. And it's like, well, that's because this is my chill time. It doesn't yes. mean I have to go work and make money or find a day job because like my gig life is bringing me at least at the moment enough income yes there's always Mm. a way to grow your income and find different revenue streams and all that but like you get a lot of people that simply just see a musician who isn't doing something during the day well like no shit people don't want to be entertained during the day So we're not going to, that's going to be our time to chill or to do our errands, clean home, practice, whatever it is. That's so right. We we should do, um, like, go go to a a bunch of cubicles, like, in an office building and, like, put on a concert. That'd be fun. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be a fun time. Um, That's that's not a terrible idea. Yeah. Just, like, bust in offices, play, and then run away. Put a tip jar out. (laughs) Yeah. We'll be, like, um, those fish tanks, like... Because, I don't know, fish tanks are, like, very visually obnoxious. Like, you know, go to a dentist's office. Like, that's a pretty bold move. It put really a, is. Put a fish tank in there. And, My, like, are you, you know it's, like, the secretary, like, who has to take care of the fish tank. And they're yeah. not paid enough for that. They're not. Like, especially, because half the time they're, like, saltwater tanks. And, like, you know. It's, oh, it's, it's even gonna, worse. It's even worse. It's very high maintenance. So why don't you just get a uh, acoustic duo? <laughs> <laughs> To come into your dentist's office and entertain your guests that way. You think like, hey, we're going to have a weekly residency Wednesdays from 8 a.m. to noon. And they're just going to like, they're just going to be constantly booked from 8 a.m. to noon with dentistry stuff. You're in the background just... (laughs) Children crying in the background. Yeah, and we're like... You're my wonder wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, <laughs> this is gonna work. <laughs> the the three year olds are like, can, can I just, can we just put on Bluey on a TV in the corner? <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling my dentist after this. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> we we gotta get a gig. We gotta. Get a gig. <laughs> Dude, that's so fun. Oh my gosh. Okay, so um, what I think a big part. I, th- I think that's explained perfectly what this podcast is about. But I think um, one other thing I would add is like, um, this is about like um, putting the spotlight on musicians that make up a scene. Because a while back I saw something, mm-hmm. um, I was watching like the Snarky Puppy documentary style DVD that they do where the, they have the, the songs and then they have interviews with all the people on the songs. It's Family Dinner Volume 2. Um, and one of the guys, uh, I think he's from Spain, said um, in España, España, <laughs> uh, he said um, there there are countries that have and cities that have a monument in their city for the unknown soldier or the unnamed soldier, yeah. and and this is for somebody or you know the many people that lost their dog tags or um, mm-hmm. just could not be identified um, and. Uh, remembered properly with a gravestone or anything like that. And so this is for those people, the the memorial to the unnamed soldier. Well, he suggested 
that there also be a monument to the unnamed artist because there I think as humans like there's we learned during the pandemic that there are are very essential things to being human not just to being like alive but like to being like us yes. that that are like, huge being a being essential did not just mean that you did something that I mean, at the time, everyone was like, oh, it means you're a medical professional, or you make food, or you produce something that we have to have mm-hmm. for eating, or drinking, or just living day to day. Or you work at Amazon. There were I, air quotes There were involved. air quotes. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, so, <laughs> I think that, like, the, what makes up a local scene, and not just of, uh, you know, um... Not just of music, musical arts, but also like visual arts. Mm-hmm. Um, what makes up a, a, a scene and a culture like is you know many people that work very hard at what they do at and their craft, whether it's original music or being a sideman or anything of that nature. It's so important to the culture of a you know not just a, a city but of the world like that that is happening at a ground level. And it's not just, you know, a hobo on the side of the street. It's not just the Freddie Mercury's that are rock stars and moving minds and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It is the everyday musician that is like really grinding, doing their thing, and is satisfied making a living in that way, even though it doesn't pay like everything, but it pays enough. And like there, well, as we like interview people and talk to people, like there will be plenty of people that we talk to that have day jobs, that have um, part time jobs, have other ways of supplementing their income. Mm-hmm. Um, I as well, I, I do the social media for a band called the Red Jackets that I'm in, um, and that like is a little tiny little uh, stipend that I get. Um, so that's that's a little thing yeah. that's like not specifically musical. That I do. Uh, it, so. it just helps to have like, and I think everyone's seeing this now. Like the secret to having consistent money is having multiple, like, streams, multiple revenue mm-hmm. streams yeah. of money. Uh, yeah, that is, is, it's it's a struggle, man. Um, mm, yeah, but I do like the the making money aspect of the industry is like really difficult up front because mm-hmm. like no one's gonna hire you because mm-hmm. they don't know you or your capabilities and I, I mean for when I started gigging in St. Louis like yeah, I was I was not capable I mm-hmm. mean I was capable but I'm not not <laughs> as capable as I am now you know I was very Definitely. young I didn't have the chops that I had and you know all that I was just lucky and some friends were like yeah Kane's a good hang Let's play some music. I think that's the way it is for everybody. Absolutely, yeah. and uh, and because of that, it makes like for a very, uh, very long game aspect or long commitment mm-hmm. into eventually meeting your financial goal, whatever that may be. You know that that's for each individual's, like that's their responsibility to set mm-hmm. it for themselves. Whether hey, I want to make, you know. $35,000 a year being a gaming musician. Yeah, which and is possible. That's, it is possible. very possible. Uh, and that'll do. <clears throat> or, hey, I want to have a kids and uh, a partner, and I need to be making whatever it is, 75000 But, like, setting your goal is very important. 
And then it just takes a long ass time to get to that goal because it's an art and it's a thing where you have to involve yourself in the community and build and build and build mm-hmm. and yeah. commit and try to build this project and then that project fails and then try to build another project and then this works out and oh hey this you know old person died at the school and there's an opening and this would be a good day job or this you know that yeah. you know that kind of thing it really does feel like sometimes we're just waiting for people to die it, it kind of feels morbid to think about it that way mm. but like some spots are just there until people are gone you know yeah uh, but i think with every with every little idiosyncrasy that we talk about in this you know little business called show business which there's no business I know. Of. There's no business. No business. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> with every every idiosyncrasy, with every idiosyncrasy, every with every idiosyncrasy, that's a word. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Sure. Um, that we talk about with the music and the music industry, I think that it it can be compared to like any other business, as it should be, like. Yeah, in some businesses, it's easier to, like, a college could say, everybody that uh, graduates from this major has 100% uh, placement in their field after college. Like, freaking fantastic. But we're, we can say we're having the time of our lives on gigs. You know, can you say that for anything else? Like, I don't know. I'm sounding desperate now. Well, well <laughs> and I think that comes down to like what what different people need because like mm. in uh, with my fiance Sarah like quitting her teaching job and now she's looking at like being like HR or like inside sales or something like that. But like she is okay with like having a job that is simply just your job. Mm. And then you leave it and you come home and it's, you know, it's a bearable work environment. You like it. Pays your bill. Gives you insurance. That's great. Go home and do what it is that you want after Mm -hmm. that. When, so everyone has different needs. And I think for us and for many musicians, it's the need to have like that passion within your job. Otherwise you're, because like for me, and this is why I think I made it a terrible like student all of my life even while getting a master's degree I mm. felt like a terrible student mm. um, is like because there'd be stuff in front of me that I just didn't care about that I just yeah. needed to figure out how to get through and C's get degrees baby like yeah. yes. you know um, as bad as that sounds like hey, I needed to figure out a system to get through the things that I don't care about and truly focus on the things that I do care about and that transfers into you know, the career, which makes it more of a lifestyle, which makes it more confusing because it's not a thing that, okay, I have this degree. Now you're going to go to this place. You're going to get a job and you're going to do that job. It's like you get the degree, have fun, figure it out, use the skills, Mm -hmm. you know? um, Well, that's, that's, I think any, uh, gigging, uh, business and there's, um, that's more popular these days. than I think it used to be is, is the concept of, of gigging, person like that's their thing mm-hmm. and <clears throat> i remember when i worked uh, a day job the doing the garage doors mm. um yeah, yeah. <laughs> god <laughs> i got fired from that but it was a temp job <laughs> to be fair it was a temp job it was a, it, 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 he was being fired anyway they, they they told me in a cheeky way i was auditioning for a full-time position and i you know failed that audition so <laughs> <laughs> 
So on the on the Thursday of the fifth week I worked there, <laughs> I was out there. <sighs> I know. Anyways, um, they couldn't wait one more day. <laughs> Kept me on one more day. Um, Get that full week's pay in. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, what was I talking about? <laughs> oh, the guy said, uh, my coworker said, um, you know, asking me how, what I was doing. I was like, well, I got a gig uh, doing this and I got a gig doing that. And he's like, gig, gig, gig. Like, you know, you're always saying, I got a gig. I got a gig. What's that all about? And I was like, well, uh, mister, <clears throat> it, the thing about what a gig is is that it's a one-time thing that has no contract. I'm not contra- contractually obligated to be there, but I'm promised that I will make a certain amount of money afterwards. And then um, if they want to call me back to do another one-time gig, then th- they will do that. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I think that's, and I, I, even in my uh, audition, even in my interview for that company, I said like um, one of my biggest accolades, I think I can give myself, or that I guess I already have, and I'm just naming it out, is that any of the bands that I'm in, they call me back. And like that's mm-hmm. cool, because they're not contractually obligated to do that. Like There's really no reason to call me back, besides that there's nobody else that does my job better than me, again, and again, and again, and again. Mm-hmm. And... Also, that I have time for them. That's that's the other thing. <laughs> that's you. You have the time. You're available. You're professional. Yeah. You know. You're you're good at playing. You, it's a, a combination of so many things because yes. we have to be. You know, we're running a business essentially. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's what people really don't see is like, yes, you're a gig worker. You're a musician. Oh, and you don't have steady things. Well, you do. You just have to be, like, a good enough business. I want to say man or woman, business man Mm. or woman, whatever, that, uh, like, you get the consistent work that you need, however Mm. it is, you know, and it's your own puzzle that you got to put together. Um, So, yeah, I I don't know. I'm excited with this. I feel like you and I have a lot of good Mm. conversations uh, while we're on gigs or driving places and we're just hanging out. Like, we have... Uh, interesting topics and I think we have a lot of friends that would uh, bring in a lot of information that we might not have Mm -hmm. uh, about just how to be a a good musician and just how to live our lives because you know people are musicians too that that's the name of the thing (laughs) Uh, musicians are people too well Uh, I I think that we're so Ordinary, like you and me are like such ordinary everyday musicians, just trying we to make it. We are the We're... basic bitches of white guys. Oh hell yeah, dude! <laughs> hell yeah, sister. And <laughs> we, um, anybody have a white claw? <laughs> Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. Come on, all right. So I think that we're so ordinary. We're, we're at the like the same place at like having just done this for three years. Basically, right when the pandemic hit, we've like been um, doing whatever we can. Anything. D- yeah, anything, and I mean anything, folks. Um, <clears throat> anyway. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> yeah, about my statement before, like there will be, y- there's definitely people that do my job better than me. Yes. Um, but like, I think it's also a matter of like what, there's so many aspects to a musician that like, um, make you a good fit for a job that make you like irreplaceable. 
um, at that point. Because, yes, there's way better saxophone players than me. Just in St. Louis, let alone, you know, this area or the world, blah, blah, blah. Um, there's better entertainers than me. There's better people... There's better hangs than me. Um, people that don't just go off to practice. Right? In the middle of a set. <laughs> Stands in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> But but yeah, yeah. I, I know what you it's a series of skills that come together and you either you, you fit with a group or a person or whatever or yeah, you yeah. don't. And like it doesn't always come down to you know, it's expected that you're going to be a capable musician mm-hmm. if you're trying yeah. to be a gigging musician yeah. and have a certain level of skills for a certain kind of gig. Exactly. Um, what, what level of capability do you need for that genre, style of music, band, whatever? Yeah. Exactly. Because, like, honestly, a decent high school player could play, like, a lot of the, like, pop gigs and stuff mm. that we play. Um, you know, we do a lot of random things together while playing um, that maybe a high school player wouldn't be capable yeah. of. But generally, like, the main bulk of the work is something that your average Joe musician who's mm-hmm. capable of just making noises could make work. Yeah. But the thing is, is that person going to be able to own a stage? Like, mm-hmm. is are they going to like have the street cred to like know what to do when things go wrong? Know what to do yeah. in awkward spaces between songs? Like, all that stuff. Um, I'm mm-hmm. still learning how to be a good front man. And I think that's such a fascinating skill. It's a terrifying skill. Yeah, because it's, it's so it's, different. It's very different. It's, it's very exposing. Yeah, yeah. it's it's like we, we know how to do the thing when it comes to music, sort of, kind of. But mm-hmm. like, I think that it's just a completely different medium to like be able to connect to a crowd, like the way maybe a stand-up comedian like would be much more natural at doing. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, and everyone has their own distinct flavor if mm-hmm. you will you know what like like we can't be a front man like Alex can or like Joanna can because their presence is entirely different from what you are or from what I mm-hmm. am. yeah and like it, it's just it, it's so much like deep thinking reflecting and experimenting with yourself um mm-hmm. to figure out how to make it work oh yeah, yeah. oh I went to a, a the Monday night jam session at a the Broadway Oyster Bar, the the Soulard Blues Band, and they were they said, "We're the Soulard Blues Band. We're gonna be here till four o'clock in the morning." This next song is, <laughs> I was like, love it on a on a Monday morning. Hearing that a band's gonna be there till four o'clock in the morning is awesome. Which, by the way, I think wasn't far from the truth in actuality. I think they were there very late. Um, most of, at Bob, most of the time you are like yes, yeah, it's, yeah. Anyway, uh, yes. I'm, I'm very interested to see, like, with interviews and with just hanging, what discussions we have, because I, I really do want people, you know, I'm tired of hearing my grandma ask me, so what are you going to do during the day? What else are you going to do? What It's like, oh, grandma, I don't have to do a whole lot more. And, like, you know, every, every person... In, in my life, at least, especially since I've graduated, it's like, okay, so what's next? And it's like, I'm, I'm already doing that. Like, mm-hmm. this yeah. is it, and I'm going to keep building and growing this. This is my business. This is what I do. Um, yeah. Yeah. So don't, like, um, I, I don't know. I, I, I want the world to see 
or at least our community with our, you know, probably moms that will listen to the podcast. Yes, uh, yes, yeah. But mm-hmm. like, you know, at least let people know that like, you know, musicians are people too. Mm-hmm. Like, we, yeah. we really are. We're the same. We're just businessmen trying to do our job with the trade skill that we have. <laughs> so We're just like you guys. I'm, I'm like an everyday average Joe. I wet my read the same as you. I'm I don't know what to tell you. I just, I don't know. I'm just trying to tip. <laughs> just trying to tip, I'm just man. trying to <laughs> And so I think the, the importance of the podcast for me personally is going to be like maybe even a little bit different than that because I think for me, when I went into this, I like the pandemic happened, I graduated college, and the only goal, well, excuse me, the only goal I've had since seventh grade was just to be a professional musician mm-hmm. and like you know come 2022 yes Sorry. <laughs> so come 2022 like i spent a whole year basically doing nothing else but playing live music and um for, like full transparency just making music i made thirty thousand dollars like almost to the t- to on the nose thirty thousand dollars i know yeah I'm, i i was really really proud of myself and i am yeah. Um, and I did a little bit of teaching. I did social media for the Red Jackets and like, you know, all these things, uh, self my, supplemented my income a little bit too, but no more than like, I would say $3,000, $4,000, yeah. like, uh, but more. But still, like, you're <clears throat> making a living, you, you got a foothold, I, and I'm pretty much in the same boat as you, mm-hmm. like, we've got a foothold, we're making a living, now we grow it because it's mm. it's a passion and it's a biz it's our business and that business has to be something that we're both passionate about in order for us to do it, um, and now we just keep growing it. Well, yes, yeah. and in addition to that, um, I, I I do feel like we're at I'm at like a crossroads where you know I'm about to get married. Like you're married. about to get married. I'm about to get married. Yeah, you're you're gonna get married sooner than me. Yeah. But like. Um, <laughs> Yours is on the calendar. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We 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 have food picked out. <laughs> yeah. I still need to pop the question, but uh, but marriage is like you know very soon for me, and I need to figure um, my stuff out because I think that you know come three years from now, bringing thirty thousand dollars to the table, probably not enough. Yeah. Um, and like just not just societal or pressure or anything like that. Like yeah. I just want to be making more money. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So like. Yeah. How do you, how, how are you going to do that? How am I going to do that? Am I going to find a day job? Am I going to find a part-time job? Is the podcast going to pop off? Mm-hmm. Like, are, am I going to just, like, keep doing gigs and gigs are going to start paying more? Or I'm going to start doing There's higher paying gigs? There's always stripping. You know? Mail stripping. Um, I, that would be a nice touch with saxophone. Yeah. Honestly, the saxophone, and you've got the entertainer chops, too, because yeah. that's just stage present entertainment. So, you know, it's not a bad backup plan. Yeah. You know? What would my st- uh, stripper name be? Tanner J's way, like that. Well, maybe not not your name, but like that could be like your show style. Tanner J's way, mm. and come out on stage and it's just working it with a saxophone. What if it was uh, Saxy Pants? Saxy Pants, Mister Saxy Pants. That's just like a, a three year old is coming up with a stripper name. <laughs> that does. But I can see it. You wearing like like a golden um, speedo mm-hmm. and like a bow tie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hi, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we should probably... Let's do this. I think, I think uh, 30 minutes is a, is a great uh, place yeah. to stop. But I will say, 
we have a lot of things uh, planned for uh, content. Um, I can pull it up right now. Like um, I, we were brainstorming so many different things just to like you know go off of what um, the the concept of this is. And we kind of we briefly like talked about some of those things um, through throughout our like morning of like oh we should talk about this we should. Talk Go ahead, go ahead. But, but I think one of the cool one of the cool things about like this local scene is that um, there are people that are the, the the patriarchs and the matriarchs of this scene that are that have hobbies like they are real people that like when they're not doing music and they're not practicing and not like eating food like they're they have hobbies and things that make them feel comfy yeah like um, so we're gonna go bike riding with J.D. Hughes, mm -hmm. where I, I think we should uh, do some gardening with Francis, uh, Francis Laddish. Um, these are people that, like, are killer diller and, like, have a name for themselves on the St. Louis scene, uh, even original music scene here, and, like, they do the thing. Oh, J.D.'s, like, a, a cancer survivor, too, mm -hmm. and, like, yeah, so it would be so much fun to talk to him about um, all that, like, that journey, and, um, you know, Francis... Has like one of the funkiest bands in town, dude. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, so good. I'm, I'm a funk guy. For anybody that doesn't know me, I, I, I give me the funk and nothing but the funk. <clears throat> I want my funk uncut, uh, circumcised. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, yeah it, it seems fun. It seems like uh, we're gonna be very winded uh, riding bikes. That's fine. <laughs> he he told uh, me we're we're gonna bike like twenty seven miles. So. Holy shit! <laughs> There's a reason I ride horses and motorcycles. Oh, yeah. I do very little work to operate those things. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, I'm I'm super pumped about our podcast. I'm I'm excited to see where it goes. Let's do it. This is our um this is our secondary income. This this is the thing that's gonna pop off. I'm calling it right now. Right like, now. Right here. Right, right now. Here, right now. First episode. Yeah. Well, that, and that's that's my problem. Is like I don't want to get a day job. I, I just don't have any other discernible skills except for music and talking about music. And so, <laughs> so this better work, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, if it doesn't work though, like, because to me, like, yeah, like it could become a thing, and you know, maybe it will. I hope it mm. does. Like that'd be Fun. cool. But like, like, like we said, like everyone's got a podcast, but this is an interesting topic. It's very unique to us. It's very unique, I think, in our community. Mm. Um, and I like I, I think if anything, it'll just be very like eye opening and educational for us. Yeah, which I love. And um, also, I just like we like hanging out. So it's yeah. just like another time for us to mm -hmm. make time to just hang out because sometimes like. You know, when we hang out, a lot of it's us working, yes, which yeah. like our work is a generally a chill, fun work environment. Mm -hmm. But like, it is still technically working, and sometimes it's nice to just like get to sit down somewhere and not be like, okay, we gotta go play, we gotta go entertain the people. Uh, yeah, so yeah. yeah, it's pleasant. Heck yeah! And we thought for a long time about making an educational podcast, like something that was like. All right, here's how to get a gig. Here's how to be better at your instrument. Here's blah, blah, blah. Like, but I think there's only so many ways to like go about like saying practice and just like go to jam sessions yeah. and meet people. Like, there's just, only so... Just do it. Yeah, exactly. And that's so tough to hear when you're a kid. Like, it's just, like, just do it. 
is like so tough to hear because you're like there has to be a catch. Yes. But it's like it's like no, like that that's that's literally it. And there's other industries that work like that too. Like there's you're not the only industry that like works by connections where you need to be connected with the right people, yeah. whether that's clients it's, or coworkers it's just good or whatever. Business. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's I mean like be, becoming part of a network, that's the name of the game. And so I think that this is a much better way to address even that that we were trying to address before um, is, is this. So, so yeah, I think we can end it there. And uh, yeah, you know, if you're uh, still here after 36 minutes, uh, thank you for listening. We're going to have more. Um, yeah, uh, this is the first podcast. Tanner's doing the peace signs. So we're going to peace. Peace and blessings, y'all. Bye!